0: Hey, my divine dolls and divine dudes, I wanted to share this moment with you because I'm sitting here listening to Mina on her day three of how to create a 180 day manifestation loop where you keep looping higher and higher and higher. And if you're on the spiritual journey, this is yes, we have people who help us. But a lot of the times I'm finding I am kind of learning things that Mina has already been through and she talks about, but I didn't trust myself and I didn't trust my intuition. And sometimes I couldn't put a framework for it, but I was doing it. And I was saying it. And how I got there is I said, how do I heal myself? How do I get out of this rut? You know, um I think if if I did successfully upload that one, I talked about how I it resonated with me how Another young lady who's happily married now, she went through a phase of depression where she felt like she was just crawling through stuff, but she was moving. And every day she knew she had to get up and heal herself and heal herself enough to pay her cell phone bill, and heal her herself enough to stay in shape, and heal herself enough to be happy, and heal herself to get another job, and heal herself to where eventually she knew she'd be in another relationship. Same thing with her husband. husband went through a divorce, and he said it took him seven years. Now, the interesting thing is that um, in the podcast, in the video before this one, Mina was talking about how Every seven years we our body regenerates its cells to the point that every seven years it's almost as if you were no longer that person that you were. And if you play the game right, it's like you don't even you're not even that person anymore, right? Uh and one more thing I wanted to kind of slip in here too. I came across one of the shorts on YouTube. Y'all know I've become obsessed with the shorts now. Um, but, uh, there's this teacher and he's holding a glass of water in front of the class. And, um, he asked the class, how heavy is this glass? And so, you know, you have people guess and they say, it's eight ounces, um, 16 ounces, 20, you know, and, and, um, I think it was like eight ounces, 10 ounces and 16 ounces. Right. And he said, here's the thing. Regardless of how much it weighs now, if I hold this for another five minutes, it's going to feel heavier. If I hold this for an hour, it's going to feel heavier. If I hold this to hold on to this all day, it doesn't matter how heavy it actually is. The toll of holding on to this for so long is going to feel make it feel heavier than what it actually is. Right. And so uh, we've been dealing with the the reason that this victim consciousness keeps coming up with Dr. Wallace and the science of getting rich, and we heard it in in Steve Siebold, and I keep looping around it is because it's 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 hard for us, right? Or and she even talks about us using the word hard, but but the reason it keeps re- re- recurring is because we need to heal it, right? And I think that once we heal it, we're going to ascend. So. It keeps coming up, at least in my life and in my topics. And if you were listening to the when I did the audiobook readings of Dr. Wallace Waddles twice, you heard me say, I know I have to deal with this, but I don't know how. And so here's this opportunity again for us to 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 work on that. Right. And she gives us some very practical everyday things that we can do to to heal that wound right and one of the things that she was just saying right now too is let me um loop back just a little bit hold on here's how i know that i'm on the right path she's talking about how you get to a point where you visualize your future self but that future self you start to do the things that your future self wants now and um If you've been a part of my tribe, how many times have I said you are welcome to come back in six months because I am trusting that I'm going to continue to learn that I'm going to be in a better um, mindset, a better, you know, body, a better way of thinking. I understand that I don't know everything now, but I know that I'm not going to be where I was, where I I was, you know, I'm not where I was six months ago and I'm definitely not going to stay in this place in the next six months. And so here she is. She's, you know, saying the same thing through her own life experiences, right? And that's why I consider her to be Ascended Master. I knew that I had gotten to a point where I knew that I had to continue to grow and that it had to be better. And I had already set my intention. I've already done the quantum leaps. And I keep going back to that time I was in that apartment. Um, and, you know, I had had to downsize a little bit because I was... It's funny because I actually, if I think about it, had started to manifest way back when I had my house. And um, let me just spend a little bit of time with how maybe quantum physics leaping might seem for you. And then I'm going to get back to, to my assignment here with Mina. But um, if I think about it, I OK, so when I think of um, as I'm understanding the things I was doing back then and how they're unfolding now, it makes more and more sense right? Um, and when I bought my first house, I was happy. I remember I told my realtor, I'm never selling this house. I'm going to stay here for the rest of my life. And he was just happy, like, okay, cool. But his whole thing was, if you're going to sell the house, then use me, you know, as the as a selling agent. But as I started to use visualization boards, I kid you not, I've talked about how um, I manifested a Bentley, right? And Um, I have fun with it because it's not so much about the Bentley as much as when you see me driving that Bentley, it's, it's evidence, it's something tangible of the number of people I have helped, the number of service and impact I've made in the world, my commitment and discipline to myself, and even in terms of my finances and, um, kind of just having fun with that algorithm and how it works. And I remember, um, I would... I would have vision boards, and I printed out a picture of the ideal Bentley that I wanted and the ideal condo that I wanted and I put them um, in my master bedroom you when you close the door and you 're sitting on the potty right when you when you would close the door, I had them pictured there so and I had magazines that I would look through some very luxurious that 's the one thing I, I miss I moved and i didn 't. Um, change the address, but I had some uh, magazines of very beautiful, luxurious, um, what do you call it? Furniture settings. Oh my gosh. Amazing. I actually want to almost kind of low-key cry, but I will manifest finding them again. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. I might have the magazines in storage. That's how beautiful they were. They're the type that you put on your on your um like coffee table, right and um so I visualized what it would like be like for me to drive a vehicle that cost more than my house into my driveway, right, and I lived in one of the richest um neighborhood one of the richest zip codes, right When I bought my house, I walked into like eighty thousand dollars of equity. Off of my little raggedy, uh, and let me stop playing with that because you know what? Sometimes y'all know the reason I'm saying that is because stupid ass um crimson care, and her downgrading sixty thousand a year is like. <laughs> Listen, so so um let me let me just not speak that again. You know, let her live in her, her reality. But even you you know, I remember when I sold my house, the woman that I was working with. She um she was like, she could not believe how much I had and the things I had, um, be based on my salary. She's like, I can I thought that you were making so much more, you know, type of a thing. And um, so here I am, I'm manifesting all of these luxurious things, and my life is changing. Right, it's like got uprooted from from what I was used to. Moved into a luxury apartment. Okay. And then had to downsize a little bit and move into an apartment where I felt like I was getting set back. Um, But it was in that apartment where I learned about quantum leaping with the water. And um, I remember going to the kitchen and doing the, the the method and writing the stuff down and I visualize everything exactly I wanted and if I'm gonna keep it 100% too I remember I was going through a rough spot with my my last ex and I manifested I the ideal man I wanted and it, in many ways it was not him at that point point. and so it's kind of funny to think back on it and it's like I kept trying to loop him back in but I had already done the quantum leap to where I was manifesting a companion okay and um but with that being said i also manifested the lifestyle that i'm realizing is that much more closer and i'll keep it one more 100 with you too i um was with one of my friends and we would drive to different locations just we would go in the car and go to all these different places and we went to this um beautiful location and there was a metaphysics store and it had like all glass And I just knew there's something about that place that, um, even when I talked to the lady that was working there, she said that they chose that store because a lot of, you know, if you charge your crystals, you do it by sunlight and moonlight. And they put the crystals with, um, right along where all the glass was. And it was clear glass and you could just feel it was good, clean energy. So I actually went back a couple times, but I bought some manifestation candles and, um, long story short, I did my research on it. But when they burn really fast, it means it's going to come into you really quickly. Right. And um, so I had to end up going back and buying some more. But I noticed that there was a little bit of dark residue on it. And I and I moved them from the locations that they were because I wanted to make sure that the energy was as clean as possible. And it was just dark. And I looked at it. and I'm like, ah, crap. It means, you know, You're going to manifest wealth really quick, but it's going to be some dark stuff. And I think that even in hindsight, it wasn't even so much about what I was going through that was dark, but just the whole world as a whole went through the whole pandemic, right? And I think I'm a little bit more at peace as I reflect back on it. But in a way, it kind of put me in this conversation with myself where uh, I knew I had done the work. I had put in, you know, my quantum request. And, um, it's even things like when she says all of my infinite possibilities are, you know, the best lifestyle I could ever live. And so one of the things I wanted to assure you with is that, um, me kind of coming out from under one of the waves of such a quick transformation. And we've talked about how when you're manifesting, you have to create portals for things, right? Um, if if you want to, and the best we can probably relate to this is in the terms of relationships. If you want to manifest the companion of your life, you know, the way that I've already kind of this, you know, he has to have a twinkle in his eye. He has to be able to teach me, you know, he has to be able to teach me. He has to be um, someone that's a companion that lives a similar lifestyle to me. He has to live healthy, you know, has to love, you know... Um, when we make our smoothies together, I just think that's such a cute moment to have together. Love to travel a little bit, kind of we're kind of would be shy together, but kind of travel and check things out together. So it'd be kind of my best friend just going out and seeing like, okay, let's go check out this aquarium place. Let's go check out this exhibit. Let's go check out this, um, kind of like, you know how they have, I know in San Diego, they have them a lot, but they have uh stuff every weekend where you can just walk through and they're playing music and or it could be arts or it could just be different people you're talking to. And we'd be doing that together. Right. And both have really great conversations about stock and investing, want to make a positive impact in people's lives. So um when you look at, at when you're trying to manifest the type of person that you want into your life and your ex starts, you know, like ghosting you and not in the picture they're divine sources pulling that out of your life so that you can have the the partner that you want and a lot of the times we stay stuck on that person and this whole time if i'm a hundred percent honest with you as much as i loved him right as much as i loved him he's, he's not on that frequency and it's not it doesn't have anything to do with him I'm calling in energy where I'm saying this is what I want in a companion. And so Divine Source is like, all right, bet. Let me give it to you. And it's like, let's remove this so we can put that companion in. Y'all know I don't do third party situations. And I'd be like trying to stay in that energy and trying to make that fit. Now let's move on to how it relates to other areas in your life. I was at a at a salaried position at the top of my, you know, as high as I could possibly get in that position, right? And it was incongruence. It was like cognitive dissonance between um, me staying at that salaried job, you know, and saying manifesting a lifestyle where I'm um, exceeding six figures, you know, living a, a luxury lifestyle, right? The two are not alike. They're not on the same planes, right? So regardless of how it happened, you know, whether I chose to leave, I was absolutely in the vine flow. I've mentioned this before. I knew I was in the vine flow when I left my job. I made the decision to leave my job and that December the pandemic hit. And I think I've told this to my mom. If I had stayed at that job And hadn't gone through the thought process of saying, if I want to live that six-figure-plus income, that millionaire lifestyle, I have to to depend on myself. I can't stay at this job. I have to step into what's more in alignment with that kind of lifestyle, right? And the, the thought process I had to go through is saving me because... If I had stayed there and then to go through a situation where it's it's um, stressful and now they're deciding if they want to keep you and me trying to hold on to that even more, it would have been difficult. I probably would have gotten through it, but I knew that it was divine timing, right? And so it's again, it's kind of like, oh, I, I want to live a millionaire lifestyle, but I wasn't at a millionaire job. So that means that that millionaire job had to go in so that I could start to develop millionaire, you know, mindset, millionaire, be around people who are millionaire type things and be around people who are challenging me. Right. And, and, um, in true form manifested investment tools that are going to allow me to get there way more quicker than, than anybody really could have anticipated and even changed the way that me and my family are able to live our lives. Right. And so, I'm going to say this and then close out. When you listen to what she has to say and you start to research for yourself how to take advantage of the quantum leaps. um, Like I said, it could be things like the visualization boards. But if you do the water method, let me tell you this. (laughs) You go mess around and manifest the true companion that you really want, that you think is your true divine masculine. And when you're the person that's in your life in that space pulls away let them let them because you have to trust that what you want is going to come in and we're holding on to the old energy it's going to feel uncomfortable because you're not going to have that security of that nine to five you know what i'm saying um but i'm i'm actually making what i was making when i was salaried passive income all I all I have to do, I made the commitment to myself on February 2nd, 2022 that my job for the next, you know, for the rest of my life would be to take care of myself, to get back into my health, to enjoy life, right? And I'm recommitting to myself the next 24, next 12, next 365 days. I focus on my beauty. I focus on my fitness. I focus on experiencing like Some of the most beautiful things and opening up just a little bit more to the beautiful people that are around me, right? Um, And the things that fall away, it's because it's no longer um, in alignment with the beautiful life that I have, right? That That I have planned for myself. She has a beautiful way of saying it, but I wanted to say this, check out her quantum stuff. You're going to talk to yourself differently. You're going to move differently. Um, the understanding, it's like, i it's one thing for me to understand what I was doing, you know, and to go to another level where I did the, the you know, the candle work and the scripting and the, the water method. And I would say it's so potent that when I did it, um, I haven't done it since and it's it's that energy that I'm still carrying. Um, and it becomes a little bit more mental and everyday type of a thing. Because um, what you what you don't want to do is, I, in my opinion, keep doing that so much to where you're sending all kinds of mixed energy, right? Um, so I feel like I got to the place where I, I knew exactly what I wanted. I wrote it down on my cups and used my glass you know used glass and or did it it was um I want to say it was clear plastic at some point um I made sure it wasn't foam but um and used you know the best what I think it was like drinking water still remember in that kitchen and, and it felt like at that point it's kind of like how did I get from a house to a nice apartment you know um, I've mentioned like one of the um, guys I was dating at the time. He was a, he's a pretty much like a millionaire type of thing, and he was looking at my place like, "Wow, this is nicer than my stuff." But and I, I um, I think I might have uploaded a picture with one of the like the background so you could see what it was like, my own balcony and stuff like that, and. Gated, gated community type of thing. And I'm like, how did I end up in this apartment? And it can feel kind of embarrassing and like, whoa, I thought I was manifesting. But the thing is, I'm being reduced to a, a starting point where I can phoenix it, right? And one of the things, you know, it, it kind of sucks, but I'm going to tell you what happens, right? You're, It can feel like you're kind of starting back at zero, but it forced me to look at how do I... Get in a position where, um, I was still, I I I was still in a place where I was um, in a position where I was having to depend on other people, to to get to that six figure income, right? So as a realtor and working in a, in insurance, I was still dependent. Like uh, I should have been been past my my levels in my insurance job but because there was jealousy um they saw the potential and um it was one of those things where if people just needed five people to get to um whatever like right below where they were had been brokers I had 83 contacts that I could have worked with so right there automatically you're going to supersede your five I would have passed them and we had the connections and I had the the reputation to carry it and they spazzed out and so it got into this situation where I wasn't going to progress and um and then the other one with the with the with the real estate It's like I'm dependent on other people to, you know, on their finances and how they're going to be doing stuff. You know, when they're successful realtors, but I was in a situation where I was having to depend on the circumstances of other people to get ahead. and, And that's something that I might have to process later on. But for whatever it's worth, I was forced to look at how can I get into something where I'm not depending on other people. To get a job. I've shared with you uh, a lot of times I would apply for things that were in, in alignment with my degrees and whatnot. And if they're racist or feel intimidated or just wasn't a fit for whatever reason, I'm not in a position where I can get employed by them, right? So it forced me to get into a position where it's like, well, stock doesn't discriminate. If I follow the formula and I learn how to do it, I can get my bag, right? I can get my $11,000 off of Tesla. I didn't have some racist person say, well, you know why We don't like you or not even if they weren't even racist, if we just didn't even like each other, you know, and, and make things difficult for me. I just went in, put my numbers in, told what my, did what my teacher told me to do. And when it hit a certain price point, 30% profit, I just pull out my money. Boom. You know, and then, um, I, I kept searching until I found a couple of people and I've mentioned them on here before. One is way back, almost a year, year and a half ago. Um, I think it was Crystal Lauren. And because of her, I found this group on Facebook and that put me in alignment with where now I'm in investment stuff where I'm getting 6%, 10%, 22% passive income, Right? From the comfort of my home, making off of just living off of just one of those, right? The same salary I was when I was getting up to go to work. Stress of, of, you know, um, having to figure out, am I going to reply to this email at five in the morning? You know, um, getting jerked around a little bit, feeling underappreciated. The last two years I was there, I did the accreditation report. 95% of it but My boss did the rest of it In terms of Looked it over Wrote his name on it You know Got some insight From the department chairs This was stuff Department chairs Should have been doing People that had Doctorate degrees Right Their salary was Two times Three times What I was making But I was good at What I did And we got We got We got Both accreditation Stuff Done Asked for a raise They couldn't even Give me a raise Right 'Cause you're tapped up. Truth is a lady that does the HR she didn't like me because the other bosses they would ask and they kinda knew to fight for me too. Um and so then I would get it. And so what with this one, it's not his fault, you know. But he, he wouldn't he gladly asked for it, and so she's told him no, and he just left it at that, you know, but then it's kinda like I was just at their mercy. Now I just put my money in. I let the other, you know, I have the PAM accounts. They do the trading for me. I just go in every Friday, every Monday, pull out what I need to, compound what I need to, pay my bills, go to the spa, make sure I'm active, do the aqua jogging, start going to the gym, doing my 10,000 steps in an hour. Spend time in the steam room, washing, you know, make sure that my hair is getting stuff I need for it um you know still a little bit more sensible I I would like to get to a certain lifestyle that I really really want to but it's okay I've made a lot of progress made a lot of progress within the last 12 months right The, the 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 lines that I'm on it took Warren Buffett 10 10 years for him to make his first million right I I have, there's tools out there that helps me to collapse that timeline. Right? But I want you to know it's possible. To, and things getting shaking up, you know, things falling apart are so that they can fall into place. Okay? I went from wanting that lifestyle and busting my butt to do it. To living a past, very passive lifestyle, very passive, making the same amount. And I know if I'm consistent and I have the right tools, like I've mentioned before, one of my accounts, the other ones, I, I don't even count them because I know I need to reinvest those into other things that I am looking at, but, um, grow that account to six figures and then live off of the the income off of that, 3% off of that, that will still bring me in s- s- more than six figures a year. I can definitely comfortably live off of that for a very long time, right? And um, I think that the stuff, like I'm so freaking excited because as I'm listening to Mina, <laughs> and I said I was going to keep this short, it's like when I tell you it's that emoji, I'll probably use it in the in the in the title where the brain is exploding. You know, it's, when you talk about the Big Bang Theory, it's like so much information um, that comes to your mind and your mind kind of explodes, type of a thing. That's what I think of when I see that that emoji. This is what's happening now. So, um, I might listen to it actually again um tonight and or tomorrow because there's so many things that she's saying and I know that I'm I'm grasping it and it's like I know if I go back in it's really going to gel in my mind how I need to think and move moving forward and um for the same reason I came on here to share this with you it's like I've been doing this I just didn't know that that's what I was doing and I see that because a lot of you intuitively are crawling out of some spaces um and you just didn't know you were doing it, right? And we all have our way of of reaching to uh a healing point if we allow ourselves to and trust yourself and trust the process, right? I was it sounds like I was quantum leaping before, I was quantum leaping and then ended up quantum leaping to getting to this point and then fully understanding the whole process and how it's gotten me to where I am now. And I have so much more to look forward to, right? So much more to look forward to. And it's, it's a good place to be. And I want that for you, all right? So until the next podcast, peace.